Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Seeker's Quest. I'm Radha Priti, your co-host, and I'm here with Veda and CC, or Chaitanya Charan. We call him CC. How are you guys today? Pramitra has a smile on his face, so we should let him answer first. You know, I was happy till I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm happy the opposite cause of your misery. <laughs> so Veda, I'm very angry with you. You have all right to be angry. Please tell me the cause of my actions. So you are the most efficient in word usage. Efficient. <laughs> yes. Everybody offered at least all those who wished me birthday wishes, they all use at least 10 to 15 words. You just use four words. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you feel emotionally uh, uh, hurt for the lack of lack of use of words. I feel emotionally hurt and intellectually impressed. <laughs> so please tell me, tell me about <laughs> these two uh, opposite spectrums of your emotions. Yeah, I was intellectually impressed that you could get away in a birthday wish with something so small. Whenever I wish somebody birthdays, I forget most of the time. But then I do remember, I send an audio message. I plan it for one minute, it usually becomes three, four, five, seven, ten minutes. So that's why I was intellectually impressed that you could keep it so small. How do you know it was not my laziness? Mm-hmm. Well, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I thought that when I had to choose, I had three options that you are busy, you are lazy, or you hate me. So I chose the middle option. Did you say lazy, hazy, or busy? Yeah. Which one did you pick? Lazy, hazy, busy, busy, crazy? (laughs) Yeah, I chose busy. Yes, so Aladev, do you want to start? Okay, so we're going to talk about this quote today. We're starting this new thing. We were going to start it last week, but it didn't happen because we started talking about other things, but we're doing it this week. We're going to start talking about the most liked quotes on our Instagram and making them kind of a theme of the class every once in a while. So this is one of the quotes that we had up there. Um, It says, if we try to please everyone, we end up pleasing no one. Take a stand and stand strong. And uh, our very own CC uh, generates, writes these quotes. And this one is inspired by Bhagavad Gita 1311. So this is the quote that we're talking about today. And I have, I was up this morning, I thought of a good amount of questions around this quote for you that I feel like I need answered in my own spiritual uh, quest. So I'm looking forward to this. And I feel like I could relate to this a lot. I think of this one as like, um, tell me what you think of this analogy, Cece. It's like you have a a glass half full and you want to fill your cup up. And so what you do is you take your half full cup and you try to give it to others instead of filling up your own cup and then giving to others from like the overflow. So when you're trying to please others, you're giving them before your own cup is, you're giving them some of your own cup before your own cup is full. And in that way, you're kind of, you're taking away from yourself and you're unhappy as opposed to if your cup is completely full and it's overflowing and then giving is really giving from like abundance. And that's what inspires happiness that's what brings like real happiness and connection as opposed to giving from a half empty cup what do you think about that yeah 
it's a very it's a very thought provoking analogy and i would say that i would just uh, maybe qualify that a little bit Veda, if you want to comment something I'll, let me share my screen till then yeah i i kind of uh... so go ahead uh, so well, you can start. I'll, I'll depict what she uh, other said, and then we'll take it forward from there. Honestly, right, right. right. I, go like, I like what Radha Priti said, but then I always think if we try to please everyone, we end up pleasing no one. And I think that we can't please everyone. And there's a way to do it. It's just the way we think is the way to please everyone may not be the way. So we just have to figure out how to... So I kind of like this quote very much, but at the same time, I think that uh, if we take the right stand, we could please everyone. So that's something I think of when I see this quote. Because... Okay. You know, there are two things over here. There is... My understanding is doing good to others and doing things that others feel good about. So we can have the intent to do good for others. And in that sense, we can do good for everyone also. But doing good to others or for others. But if you contrast that with doing things that others feel good about these two are not the same and in the second category we try to do we will end up um, we will end up getting into how should i put it we will end up pleasing no one because we are limited beings and we are surrounded by people with different desires, different uh, priorities, different value systems also. So in that context, we cannot make everyone feel good about us, about us or about the things that we do. That is, uh, that is extremely difficult, if not impossible. But <clears throat> the idea that we we try to act in a way that is beneficial for everyone. That's something definitely we can do and we can do it more and more as we move forward in our life journey. I think the problem with this is that when you develop a relationship with somebody, you get kind of emotionally entangled with them. So what they perceive as as um, like, even if you're doing something good for them and they don't perceive it that way, it's, it's still very painful for you if you're emotionally, if you're close with them and therefore emotionally connected with them. So it's like being able to separate yourself enough that you still have that relationship, but not so much that it's like a roller coaster of their emotions, which can be difficult, right? Or like you're on a roller coaster of their emotions, like because you're tied to them. So you're not trying to please them. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to go with their emotional feelings. You're trying to, you're just trying to make them feel good. You're not, really, what, you're not really trying to please them, are we? Isn't that what pleasing is? To make their senses feel good. Okay. I guess we need to define what pleasing is. But... Yes. It'll be good. <laughs> Okay, let's, you know, I think we are, we are doing what we do very well. Just wander off all over the place. So, we're wanderers. We're seekers. Yeah. No, let's be seekers, not wanderers. The two are different things. So let me start with uh, the verse 1311. This is as part of a series of verses 13.8 to 20, where the Gita talks about the characteristics of wisdom. Hmm. And the Gita puts it as wisdom is nowadays we may talk about education and education is talking about degrees and data and information, but that is not what mm, wisdom is about. What the Gita says is it's about values 
and it's about virtues so in this particular context the words which on which uh, this quote was based is Gita says that for those who are seekers of wisdom or those who are actually wise so with respect to wisdom we can have seekers and then we can have seers those who have the wisdom and those who are seeking the wisdom and you could say this is like a funnel that those who have wisdom they are very small but those who seek wisdom can be much larger of course you could go at the absolute level and say that every seer is always a seeker they keep seeking always but still if you put it this way anybody who is on this path of on the wisdom journey we can say they have to have this understanding that i my ways will be different from the ways of the world that if somebody is really seeking wisdom about the meaning and purpose of life they are trying to live a life of spiritual value that is something which a significant number of people in the world will not appreciate say for example if we belong to a social circle let's consider that this was before we started our spiritual journey seriously so i'm there here in the social circle and then when i become a seeker especially a seeker of wisdom you could say a spiritual seeker then to some extent it's going to happen that we may have to move to the periphery of that social circle we may not have to go we may even have to go out of that social circle but if somebody's social circle is all about partying and uh, drinking and having fun and what what is called as fun and then they can't continue doing that and a significant number of people will disapprove disapprove devalue maybe even deride in worst cases it may even demonize what we are doing now if they don't do it that's great but the readiness for this is one characteristic of wisdom hopefully we can find a social circle where people are more accepting of our spirituality and we will but if we accept expect that my social circle will will embrace me and my spirituality and uh, that is something which is unlikely to happen it's the possibility is very remote i have seen a few cases where one person becomes spiritual and then maybe the whole friend circle or the whole family sometimes extended family all of them start becoming more no spiritual but in my 25 years of outreach i've seen probably maybe a handful of cases like that most cases people do have to people have to be ready to to make some social sacrifices in order to stay true to one's principles so you're so saying step 1 step 1 in cultivating wisdom is being okay with being different being okay with being less accepted by your normal social circles yeah i wouldn't necessarily say step 1 it is one it is one step not step 1 okay <laughs> so yeah it is one step you could say it is what that well, i'd be nicely being different being different is a much more palatable way of putting it than saying being unpopular are being considered unsocial so but that, that that's the context so the examples that you are giving they could be true but maybe uh, if we stick to the context then we can expand from the context further afterwards but this is the broad idea that if we are want to grow spiritually then we need to recognize that we will have to be we will be different and people will look at us differently also people will treat us differently at times and we need to be ready for that 
so there is this uh, i could go further but if you want to reflect on this then we can do that and then i'll move ahead after that Virata, i'll let you go i was i wanted to hear you veda what do you got about being different no let's see what you have to say I, i'd like to hear yours um this is right so both of you are using both of you are using humility as an excuse to cover your inability <laughs> <laughs> it's true i'm a little blank i got nothing <laughs> okay we could we could you know in one sense link this back to the points which you had made because those are also valid points that so this is with respect to spiritual life and we'll come back to this maybe toward the end we'll try to do a circle no i guess but, this uh, is this is related which, when we were talking yeah. about the definition of what pleasing is so if somebody that's not in your social circle has a definition of pleasing it may be different than yours what may please them may be different than what would actually please them and it's important to stand your ground and and be convicted and that you're doing the right thing in the way that you're treating them even if they don't perceive that you are because they may perhaps have a different set or system of values and that's okay and you can still love them and they can be in a different but you yourself have to accept that that you're following this now that you're following this path your set of values your system of wisdom is is going to be different and if you can accept that it's going to be easier for you to stand in what you know is their definition of pleasing them versus um versus uh getting carried away into their emotional interpretation of what's good for them how's that so, you know yeah it's nice way of putting it so you know we could say that we accept others that's one part of any relationship and even if we are different you know the thought bubble but then what what is needed is that others also accept us now we may have changed and they may change so we are talking about that kind of acceptance over here that if that acceptance is not there then it can become a problem so sometimes people want us to conform to who they are see so from a social perspective we could say that say if somebody is is doing drugs and that's considered cool in that, that perspective social circle now should we do that there are people who are social drinkers they are not really interested in drinking but they they just want to belong and for belonging they have to they, that may not wait for belonging so this, they what you went out a little bit so, cc what did you say for belonging they what sorry for just belonging to that social circle they start drinking or they start doing drugs or they start doing something the term we use so that, is called the to fit in yeah. they do stuff to fit in yeah to fit in so in, so in generally i say that when you try too much to fit in you no longer remain fit <laughs> you as well become unfit because of that hmm? so now as compared to that pleasing others is another aspect i just uh, made this a little crowded and messy but let me see it could be being courteous being helpful being understanding these should not be being empathic these should not be stopped you know we don't make a virtue of displeasing others uh, but there are certain things. let me keep it as it is coming a little messy so it's not that there's a virtue in displeasing others it's not that uh, somebody is great because they are displeasing others it's that sometimes we have to be ready that people may be displeased with me and what you started off by saying that when our glass when we are ourselves empty or when we are full so what may happen is that if we don't have self acceptance and then see there is self acceptance and there is social acceptance that we accept ourselves for who we are and then society accepts us for who we are so we could say that a healthy state is where both are there if i put it like a pendulum 
So if there's only self-acceptance without any social acceptance, that is that can lead to, to a lot of loneliness or it can even lead to narcissism. Where a person or maybe just, you're just like transcendental, right? <laughs> but we have to see what what part of the self is accepted, you know. Yeah, whatever it is. I'll come to that part. You know, you could, you could be transcendental, but I would say and transcendentalists will also find a social circle where they're accepted. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Because the spiritualists also have, um, they're not all alone, they also have. Now, if a person is only striving for social acceptance, then basically, essentially what happens is they become too docile, too pliable. Uh, they end up uh, essentially losing themselves, losing oneself. Who am I in trying to please everyone? Do I do any of the things that are important for me? Do I even hold on to the values that are important for me? And I do none of those, then that's, that's unfortunate. So we need, in one sense, a balance of self-acceptance. And so what you said is about, uh, rather what you said about it, the beginning that we are full, that means we are secure in who we are. At the same time, we also understand that I belong to a social circle and there are certain sacrifices which are needed to be done for that social circle. And it's not wrong to do that. If so, you're on the right side, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. It's just if you're on the right side of the pendulum, social acceptance isn't social acceptance if you're weighing too heavy onto it, where you're losing yourself and you're like too flexible. Isn't social acceptance then just like a means to try to gain self acceptance? Isn't it really all about self acceptance? Yeah, so. Go ahead. I'll let CC go for What I would say, yeah. to, what I would say to that rather is that in this world, no, there are sometimes let's let me complete this room. Sometimes rather we appreciate how clever you are, and sometimes I resent how clever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toes. <laughs> so, I think. I think you know. <laughs> We live in this world for social acceptance because we're always comparing and competing and trying to fit in. And the, the fact of the reality is that, you know, it's, it's hard to fit in. You know, we, we're, we're spiritual beings trying to wear a material suit and it's hard to fit in. And we're trying really hard to put a, you know, a, a round hole with a square peg or is it other way around? I don't know what the terminology is. So, yes, I, I always feel that society has definitely swung a little bit too far to one side. And that is, of course, due to lack of understanding their spiritual self. And there's less acceptance of their spiritual self and understanding that our Creator has made us very unique. We are so unique that there is not another Radha Priti in the world. So that's where the middle part, when I say accept, self-acceptance and social acceptance, the balance, because it's not social acceptance for the purpose of self-acceptance. When you find self-acceptance, then it's easier to find that balance in social acceptance. Yeah. Well, uh since we are problematizing each other's points. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'll also problematize yours now. See, I would say, let's put it this way. Uh, you raised the question about self-acceptance. Which, which self are we talking about? Hmm? And then we could also talk about social acceptance. Which society are we talking about? Because we could say that you no know, society, everyone is not the same. If we consider when we started, which society or which people in society are we talking about? Say, for example, if there's an athlete who is learning a particular 
particular maybe running or some particular sports and now that athlete seeks acceptance from the coach and if the coach is a good coach then in trying to gain acceptance from that coach the athlete will become a better better athlete and this is not a bad thing in many ways social acceptance keeps us from doing things which are inappropriate doing things which are unhealthy right now i may have the urge to scratch my nose put my finger in my nose put my finger in my mouth and i won't but i don't have that urge but if i have that if i'm alone <laughs> if i'm alone i might do that but if i'm if i'm there with someone no just that no i'm not going to do that so there are so many things which are in one sense unhealthy for us but our mind just proposes those things if i'm eating food and i would like to gorge on the whole food so if somebody gives me a birthday cake and i'm i'm, I'm all alone i might just consume the whole cake myself but if i am with someone and we are celebrating together well i may want the cake but i also share the cake with others so if somebody is just eating all alone and keeping others starving that's not good and generally decent behavior means we won't do that so when we seek social acceptance there are people who are well-wishers there are people who are mentors and seeking their acceptance seeking acceptance by them can actually help us so this brings me to our point that you know we have we could say how should i put it here so we have a higher self and we have a lower self so what we want is that, so if we have good association good social circles then the seeking acceptance say, among in spiritual circles that can help me to actually develop my higher self so in contrast uh, if i don't care for those who are my spiritual guides those who are my well wishers and the result of that could be that i may end up uh, very well uh, not doing the things which are healthy for my progress so that's why it's important that we recognize this difference so now in contrast if the athlete is seeking acceptance from some i don't know if this was a common word in the west in india we use the word loafers is that a word just for shoes i think it's shoes okay. when you say that word but <laughs> oh yes okay well let me use another word losers that's See, better loafers mm-hmm. yeah so losers means people who are people who are in the sports team but they are not they, they may be team members but they are not really serious about the sports so then in that case uh, what may happen very well is that in trying to be with them okay they they come to play but while training they cut corners and then they eat all kinds of food and they just do various things so then that's not very healthy so whose acceptance are we seeking that is important and if we are seeking acceptance by people whose actions are going to harm us who who are going to draw out our lower self or who are going to uh, prevent the manifestation of our higher self then that definitely is unhealthy yeah, okay mean, go ahead go ahead i just this so far what i've heard is if i have an empty cup that i'm trying to give out of to to get it to fill up my empty cup instead of giving while it's empty one i need to this isn't step 1 but it's one of the steps is being okay with maybe being different or having a different set of values than other people to becoming more grounded or convicted myself in what those values are and how they apply in my life and to help me with that bringing in people that i trust and people that are going to inspire me in positive ways uh reinforcing those values and the and the application of them in in a way that brings me higher that's that's those are ways that i can that i need to fill my cup is that 
Is that a good um, summary of what you said? Yeah, definitely. That's a nice way of continuing the metaphor that there are people who help us fill our cup and there are people who, who lead us to empty our cup. And if we are, we are trying to please the people who are in one sense taking us away from ourselves, that definitely is unhealthy. Hmm. What were you going to say, Veda? I, I like this, uh, <clears throat> this point. I think that the social acceptance part is our societal primary focus because the, the images that we see in the world of what is that ideal social acceptance, that hierarchy, the different groups, what is success and what is beauty and what is fame and in all these different areas of uh, global distractions and people are trying to find a niche group that they would like to be connected to. People who are into martial arts, they want to make sure that they're, they fit into that clique. So what I have noticed is that the social acceptance it's a very, very deeply cliquish thing. And within that clique, there's a lot of peer pressure that, because that, that social acceptance is not uh, a, a higher social acceptance because uh, it's, you know, the, the way uh, capitalism drives us to believe what we should and shouldn't achieve. So that creates a tremendous amount of pressure for people to actually go down. You know, in friend circles, most people say in colleges or, you know, campuses, the pressure is to drink, is the pressure is to see how many drugs you can do without uh, and still be decently functional. And so I think this social acceptance has gone down so low and because we do not have self-acceptance, because we don't know who the self is, so the social acceptance becomes our self-acceptance. When we're accepted in the social circle, then we feel accepted. We accept ourselves. So when it goes that cycle, then we are really, really going down uh, a space that causes tremendous amount of damage, especially to young people. In the college campuses, it's not about self-acceptance, it's about social acceptance, primarily. And that's where we start to, you know, get messed up in society. So, because we do not have the self-acceptance, we don't even know who we are. So I think that this social acceptance is a big, it's a big topic. Because everyone wants to fit in. Everybody wants to fit in with what we consider cool people. And that's where we start to go down. So I think it's important uh, to it's see the ramifications. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's ironic that be yourself is like a very popular slogan in today's world. That I don't care what the world thinks about me. But then people who say, I don't care what the world thinks about me. They say it so loudly and they want to make sure that the world hears it. So they do still care for people, care for the world. It's not that they're not caring for the world at all. So now in one sense, whenever in society, a new fashion trend comes up, it's amazing how quickly people jump on the bandwagon of that fashion trend. And they all think that I am doing something new. I am doing something special. Even I am doing something unique. But it actually leads to conformity, not individuality. But everybody thinks that I am being individual. I am manifesting my individuality by, say, getting this tattoo or doing this thing or that thing. I have nothing against particular uh, behavioral things. But the point is that very few people will especially young, young people will agree openly that they are simply trying to fit in. Everybody claims that I'm a non-conformist. 
but they end up conforming so it's a it's social acceptance is sought but it's not acknowledged that we are see, we are seeking social acceptance does that make sense yeah i mean what well, i i like to go a little deeper i think social acceptance is is even as little kids you know where i like how polite you are i'll use this i like to go a little deeper is just a polite way of saying you are not going deep enough <laughs> <laughs> no i i meant to say we need to break it down even more i don't think we should like let get away from this social acceptance this is a big problem in the world and the people who set the trend for what is socially socially cool are not really cool and people who don't who who think that you know i'm going to be me and they're also getting getting sucked into being socially uh conforming themselves they don't even realize and then you realize it only when this whole process causes you so much pain and suffering because you're depressed you're in anxiety because you're you know the friend circle that you have you don't have enough friends because you're trying to you know be somebody different but then you're completely isolated i i see it in i see it in sometimes in the temples you know the different cliques and everyone is trying to conform not just in the material world but even in spiritual circles i was speaking to someone who was saying that i'm no longer cool because my daughter can do better kirtan so everyone wants to be her friend and you know no one wants to be my friend and i was like what it's just who is more cooler who's more you know who's got more social media followers or who's considered to be more cool so this whole social acceptance is it's a big problem seeking social acceptance unless we really really find ourselves and accept ourselves that's how i feel very strongly about this topic because i deal with it a lot you know i was thinking when you guys were talking about um this growing i grew up in missouri which was very christian and there's this um really wholesome christian family that i went to school with and all of their kids were just like the nicest kids they were just like really nice values everybody liked these kids they just were great kids and they were also very talented at like everything they were athletic they were smart so they were in lots of different groups but they had this way about them where they never got like that while they were in the groups they never got like overtaken by the group it was like they they were very much themselves they were very like steady in that and i was thinking of that when veda was talking about like you get involved in a sport and you and that becomes your click and you need social acceptance from it it's almost like okay you can get involved in all of these things and you can get a certain level of social acceptance but it's so important from what you guys are saying what i'm thinking is like that you have this deeper this deeper level of self acceptance connected to something much more profound like like this like 1311 like like the bhagavad gita like you really know who you are and in that way as you get engaged in these other social circles you don't get like engulfed by them and carried carried around in the waves hmm you know there's yeah. there's a fad see see there's a fad within within like the spiritual group you know like the kirtan has become a big fashion right and and now there's so much pressure on these little kids to you know practice mridanga harmonium because that's what's considered cool and and you know and and you and, and there's so much pressure and they all try to fit in i remember madhava when you know before he became this great kirtanier when he would come to visit our ashrams and i remember we would not want him to be in the pictures with us because like he wasn't he wasn't part of the social circle and i and i remember thinking how crazy it is and now he's like this global uh leader in kirtan but at that time he wasn't part of the click you know he wasn't part of the social circle so i think that you know uh 
this happens not just in the material world, but also in the spiritual uh, communities. There is this very interesting spiritual clicks. Because we, by nature, I think, like to be part of, we have this tribal mentality. And I think that comes largely from the fact that we haven't truly accepted uh, our, our, our spiritual selves. And so because we haven't accepted it, so we have to f- fit into a particular tribe. Just because it's spiritual doesn't mean that it's not a manifestation of the ego, though. Like, it, even though it's, it's spiritual because it's in the circle, it could still be just as egocentric as playing football. So I think I finished my rant. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a very good thought that what uh, when we come to a spiritual group there's inevitably okay let me put it this way if this is my spirituality one important part of my spirituality is also my sense of belonging a sense of uh, acceptance that's one of the key reasons why people turn towards spirituality but then while the belonging you could say it is more positive on a more negative side it could just become socialization and sometimes the spiritual club can just become a social club and when it becomes a social it's 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 one part of our spirituality but if you could say this is my spirituality and if my social club it just becomes almost entirely the same thing so then that is where it becomes unhealthy and then people start feeling a sense of while spiritual club are meant to have a sense of inclusion they can also foster a sense of exclusion mm. and then people who, who don't do particular things they just feel looked down upon they feel you they feel they feel guilted into doing things maybe in future we could talk about guilt a bit more you know when guilt is healthy when guilt is unhealthy yes so so that's that's one aspect of this social conformity now guilt is something we could say it's more in more in religious and religious and possibly in spiritual circles but in saying among kids, you are not really guilted into doing a drinking or something like that. You are more peer pressure. Yes. But the principle is very similar over there. That we all seek acceptance, and sometimes in seeking acceptance by others, we may end up you know rejecting ourselves rejecting not just who we are spiritually but rejecting also who we are at a practical level that means uh, somebody might be an artist and that uh, maybe the people around them don't appreciate art so much like in india it happens quite a bit that the two professions, medicine and engineering, they are all the glamorized professions. And if a kid wants to do something else, which is not so socially, no, is not so say financially rewarding, then they often face a lot of opposition. So sometimes people just end up losing themselves in trying to gain acceptance and approval from others. So that that is a, that is that is an extreme situation, but it can be quite unhealthy. We, so it's almost like after each of us after each of us make a point there is a part of us which seeks acceptance from the rest of us we <laughs> are talking about acceptance that's true or you notice if the other if nobody responds to what you said you're like oh they didn't respond to what i said what does that mean <laughs> but that's one of the things i've noticed yeah, in a podcast, <laughs> 
but it's the nature of yeah, the podcast you know it's really okay both of us are speaking so let me complete so in a podcast you really feel uncomfortable with uncomfortable silence isn't it <laughs> so i think i think this whole point of like seeking acceptance there should be a whole series of discussions on what is acceptance and this has become a big issue cc in the world because because this point you're seeing seeking acceptance by others what we have officially done is we have rejected ourselves and we have accepted an imposition of what people think of us as us and we have accepted that and we try to uh, interact with the world with that imposed identity of who we are and then we still don't fit in because that's not who we are so there is a lot of confusion in this world of you know identity and as you know when we covered that topic identity crisis is a serious issue and this acceptance will definitely uh having a whole discussion on this acceptance self acceptance Mm. and social acceptance is the byproduct the way going the trend is going in this world is because we there is an identity crisis so we are trying to find a social circle that will accept us for whatever someone has told us who we are so this i think is a is a, is a pretty big go ahead yes yes suggestion that we talk about acceptance find acceptance with me <laughs> so I'm, yeah say that again i didn't i didn't get that i said that your suggestion that we talk about acceptance finds acceptance with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah rara preeti do you agree that one of the things because you know you are living in the world this identity crisis and people seeking acceptance because whenever i do these retreats around europe and america i i find that people are just seeming us looking for someone to say it's okay to be them yeah definitely just giving them because you know like one of my policies is no judgment values so giving them a space to be accepted for who they are that in itself makes such a huge difference and then within that acceptance of who they are we try to give them a little bit more knowledge and guidance into finding their their self their their the, the spiritual self yeah sometimes you get so far away from it you don't even know who you are anymore cuz you're just trying so hard to be what you think other people want you or need you to be and sometimes it's not even said you know like i remember my son he he uh, i mean he had gone and told his mother that you know he was upset about something and he said i don't want daddy to just i don't want to be a mini daddy he said and you know i have never in my life tried to conform anybody to be like me and when he said that i was thinking there must be something that i'm doing or acting in a way that he feels that he should be like me he's a little kid and i could see that he was feeling the pressure of conforming to an identity of what he thought i wanted him to be and sometimes it can be self self imposed it could be societal imposed or social imposed in position so self acceptance i think it's a it's a real issue yeah you know i never felt fully okay with being who i was until finding a spiritual path and becoming convicted in it and then i became like i was in relationships and i would just like do what the other person wanted me to do or i'd do what my family wanted me to do i was just so like whimsical like whatever people wanted me to be I'd be it until I found a spiritual path of my own and then I was like um actually no 
<laughs> and then my relationship started to change. And I can even feel it now, like, like I'm not working and my family really values working and making money. I'm not doing it right now. I probably will again in my life, but I could tell my mom, oh, I hope she doesn't listen to this, but I could tell sometimes she's embarrassed that I'm not working. Like she doesn't tell my grandma or, and usually that would like hurt me, but I'm like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. People can think whatever they want to think about me not working. Used to, usually it would crush me. I'd be like, oh, I need to go out and get a great job. And, but I'm like, huh. and this actually feels like so good to be like, oh, you know what? I'm spending all day. I'm using my time very wisely though. I'm not working and I'm okay with how I'm spending my time, but having, this is the first thing I've ever really felt okay about in my life, probably that then it allows me to feel okay about other things as I feel convicted in it. Cece, can we break this down even one more angle? I have this thought, you know, we're talking about individual self-acceptance and social acceptance. Can we say, because everyone that we come in contact with, we want to be accepted by them. And if we don't have an identity, we try to conform to their needs. Like Radha Priti, you know, when she's with her mother, she want to be accepted by her mother and then her husband or her friend. Everyone she comes to, is she wants to be accepted. And I think this is not just her. This is like, this is a lot of people. This is a lot of people. I will say my husband's like, be whatever you want to be. You're great. <laughs> whatever you are. My husband's quite the opposite of everybody I've ever known, but. <laughs> is there another term? Is there no. another term for? There is individual acceptance, self-acceptance and social acceptance. When we're seeking acceptance from everyone, like everyone we talk to, is there a term for that? Yeah, I think there's a. It's called approval addiction. Uh, mm. It's actually I it's quite a big thing. <laughs> it's quite a big thing for at least some people who, and there are books written on how to get how to overcome approval addiction. So now it's a it's a natural social instinct. I don't think there's anything unhealthy about it. Now there's nothing there's nothing intrinsically good about angering or alienating or antagonizing people but that's not the point which is which, uh, which we are talking about right now so what we are talking about primarily is that when we wish to work we want to when we are functioning it's natural that say if i am talking with someone if i want to bond with that person if these are my interests and these are the other person's interests. Now it's natural. You could use my interests, my opinions, maybe interests is a neutral, not the fully describing word over here, others' interests. So it's natural that we look for some areas of commonality. But so, so in, in one sense, it's it's good that I find, okay, this is where uh, we intersect and then we appreciate the similarities and then we can also navigate the differences. Now, what is unhealthy is that in trying to gain acceptance by the other person, I just become like a subset of that person. Mm -hmm. That is unhealthy. And conversely, you could say the same way. If in order to have a relationship, I expect that other person to become a subset within me. This would also be unhealthy. I mean, that person has to not only agree with everything that I know, but they agree with everything I know, and they also agree that you know, I am bigger and better than them. So that's where it becomes a serious problem. But seeking this is, I, I think earlier said, it's just courtesy. It's just decency, it's politeness, and that's not bad. So that's a nice depiction. I like that. You know, guys, we only have a couple minutes left. Should we maybe wrap this up for today? And this also might be a good um, kind of segue into just kind of talking a little bit about what our plans or what our um, uh, what our vision is here for Seekers Quest in um, building a community. 
it's something that we are we uh we're kind of trying on seeing if if it's if it's um if it manifests and we just launched a website called seekersquest.org please check it out if you haven't and i just launched this uh, membership uh platform so that you can you can be a member of our community and it's it's really cool we're just trying it out so if you want to be a pioneer and sign up for it and kind of experiment um with it with me that'd be great but you can go to the website and you can click offerings at the top and you can be a member i just i chose just like a five dollar price so like cost something but the money will be used for the platform and for expansion and ideally eventually we'd like to do save projects together so that's kind of where the funding for things will be going but the membership you can get in and we can have we can continue these conversations all weeks i just launched a challenge a meditation challenge so i think it's um it's like meditating every day you can sign up for the challenge and we can all inspire each other post pictures of our meditation spaces that's the challenge i posted um but we'll have like a live session once a month with veda an open heart session we can have we'll have once a month q a with cc if you guys are into it and we'll have various challenges and discussion boards and stuff so we can continue the kind of these conversations as a group and have that community support so that's one vision um, and the website offers that. And then the, the next thing coming soon, hopefully, is courses with CC. Uh, so we're going to launch those in the coming months. But if you haven't checked out our website yet and checked us out, and please do, seekersquest.org. Again, please join our community. And um, I thought that this would be a good kind of pitch for that. So that's 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 all I got on that. Sorry, guys. She's <laughs> just, just, just summarizing now. Thank you, Rana. Thank you. That's a, I could have given a conceptual summary, but it gave you a practical call for action. It's also a good summary. It's nice. So I think we meandered a little bit. Right. So I'll neglect what the two of you spoke in the beginning. I'll start with what I spoke and integrate what you spoke a little later. So basically, we started by talking about these two things and that pendulum, I think, was underlying self-acceptance, social acceptance. And then within that, when both of these are unhealthy, self-acceptance can lead to isolation and narcissism. Um, and social acceptance alone can lead us to losing ourselves. So we want a balance of both. And then in trying to explore the balance, we broke things down like the self, there is a higher self which we want to manifest, which is what we want to nourish. And then there's a lower self which we want to elevate or free ourselves from. And conversely, in society, we can have we can have constructive social circle. I'll just use that word. That like a, the example of a coach for an athlete. And you can have non-constructive, destructive, might be a stronger word, destructive social circle. And we want to keep away from that. And in one sense, we could say that the higher self and the constructive social circle, they link with each other. So the constructive, so for example, spiritual people, spiritual guides, spiritual friends, spiritual mentors, they will help us grow spiritually. And that is good for us. And then, then we went further We discussed a couple of brief points. Actually, we discussed in many directions. But one of the points is that we take, in one sense, individual responsibility to see which association is filling our cup and which is actually emptying it. So, Again, this is something which the self as an individual has to do that. And related with that, we also discussed about you know, peer pressure and how that's a huge challenge. Peer pressure, we could say in general circles and then guilt in specifically religious social circles. These can both be means by which we can have sort of destructive association and uh, we need to 
rise above that go beyond that and uh, we are creating a spiritual circle for where we can all be accepted and belong through the seekers quest online platform that was rather's concluding point and so we will explore in future sessions acceptance more what acceptance uh, what what all are the dimensions of acceptance we'll talk about in the future thank you very much any points anyone wants to add that's great. I feel validated. My analogy made it onto the summary board. So um, that's a win for me for the day. <laughs> you have been accepted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. My cup's full. <laughs> Thank you. So grateful. Thank you so much. Rather pretty for doing so much nonstop pushing forward this the mission of the seekers quest and cc for always enlightening us you both inspire me yeah and i thank you for defending all of us <laughs> for thank <doing> you. <laughs> you i enliven everyone and you deaden everyone so thank you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both. I deaden everyone. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Thank you all very much. <laughs> Thank you. Namaste, everyone.